In this bulletin, claims the Jukan Gorge destruction will happen again unless Australia enhances cultural protection laws. The ACTU calls for multi-employer bargaining to narrow the gender pay gap. And in the World Cup, Spain has defeated Costa Rica 7-0. With the latest SBS News, I'm Julien Heuillet. Federal Environment Minister Tania Plibersek claims the Jukan Gorge destruction will happen again unless Australia enhances cultural protection laws. The announcement comes before the government's response to a parliamentary report on the destruction of Western Australian rock shelters, more than a year after an inquiry recommended overhauling related laws. In May 2020, mining giant Rio Tinto blew up the 46,000-year-old Jukan Caves, devastating traditional owners. Mrs. Plibersek says the gorge's demolition is legal under current legislation, but these laws are set to be revised. We've said that we will work with the First Nations Heritage Protection Alliance, an organisation that was set up after the Duke and Gorge destruction, uh, made up of uh, around 30 uh, Aboriginal organisations from across the country. Um, we'll sit down with the uh, First Nations Heritage Protection Alliance and co-design stronger laws to give better protection to Aboriginal cultural heritage. Six Sydney men have been charged and millions of dollars in cash and drugs seized after a multi-agency police investigation into an international drug ring. New South Wales Police says investigators identified several transnational organised criminal networks working collaboratively to import illicit drugs from several countries into New South Wales. Police raised 16 properties across Sydney at dawn on Wednesday, seizing cash, drugs and firearms. New South Wales Police Organised Crime Squad Commander Detective Superintendent Peter Falk says the arrests were a team effort with police overseas. What it has shown is that organised crime groups are definitely trying to work collaboratively to avoid law enforcement. What it has shown as well is us working with all our partner agencies, not only in New South Wales and Australia, but around the world. We will identify these people and we'll dismantle their syndicates. Another man was arrested in Los Angeles as part of a joint operation with United States Homeland Security. Police say there are still a number of Australian citizens at large overseas suspected of participating in the trafficking. Multi-employer bargaining would narrow the gender pay gap for working women, according to an ACTU report. ACTU President Michelle O'Neill says women on collective agreements earn $102.60 more per week on average than women not covered by collective agreement. But employer groups are pushing back against the proposed changes, arguing it would hurt small businesses, create dislocation and drive industrial relations disputes. The research backs planned industrial relations legislative changes that the federal government is trying to get passed before year-end. Fashion mega-brands Zara and Jeans West have been called out for failing to provide living wages for those in the garment manufacturing industry in Oxfam's latest report. Oxfam has released its annual Naughty and Nice list, naming and shaming fashion brands who have failed to make commitments around transparency and fair working conditions for their workers. 
Zara and Jeans West were identified as the naughtiest on the list, after failing to work towards living wages for their garment manufacturers. Oxfam Australia Chief Executive Lynn Morgan sees the organization's list as an opportunity for consumers to encourage their favorite brands to do better. The reality is this industry is primarily held up by women on very low incomes supporting significant numbers of other people in their families and households. So we have chosen in this instance to focus on the opportunity that Australian consumers have to lift millions of women out of poverty by asking brands to be careful about how much of what they're paying is in those labour costs. And in sport, in the World Cup, Spain has defeated Costa Rica. The 2010 world champions were up 3-0 at halftime, en route to a 7-0 whipping of the Central Americans. 7 is the most goals Spain have ever scored in a World Cup match. Ferran Torres scored two of them. 18-year-old Pablo Martin Paez Gavira, known as Gavi, was among the other scorers. His spectacular strike in the 75th minute to make the score 5-0, making him the youngest scorer at a World Cup since a 17-year-old Pelé in 1958. I'm Julien Oyer, this is SBS News.